0: It's
1: the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You know what it is, man. What up? What up? Welcome back to another episode of How You Know. Uh, Peter, put the camera on yourself one more time. Let people uh, really gracefully accept how much of the flow you got. Go ahead. Do it for your brother. Look at that flow. He looks like he's about to be put into a portrait um, of, of Def Row, with Tupac and Snoop and that dog, uh, the, the, that, that eloquently put por- portrait that's been famous for over the years. He just, he's going to look like a floating head with a, back, with a black background. Uh, Peter Lewis, our ever-so-incompetent uh, producer. I'm not going to lie to you, Peter. The way I used incompetent made it seem like it wasn't a good word, but I'm pretty sure incompetent is a pretty good word, right?
0: I mean, competent, I would say people think is better.
1: Okay, well, well, what does competent mean?
0: It means that you're good at what you do. You're you're able to do it. You know what you're doing.
1: So if I say incompetent, would that mean you're even further in the definition of the word? Like you're full on incompetent. Like you can say you're competent. Well, it's but when it's you're not
0: the same as inflammable. It's not the same as inflammable. It, incompetent means like the opposite.
1: Okay, so I just I just totally disrespected you while we're on air. All right, so uh, give it up for our our competence producer, Peter. As you see, we're not in the regular studio. We're on Zoom. Uh, Austin uh, sprung up on us that he's putting new floors into the studio, which I'm ever so gracious about because it'll make it even easier to spot uh, loose uh, toenail clippings on the floor like I spotted Uh, at the end of the podcast, which ended the podcast, by the way. uh, As I was saying, we found a whole toenail on the floor in the studio. I picked it up with my bare hands. I touched it with my bare hands. I could have been exposed to COVID the way I just nakedly touched it. And this guy, Austin, sat there and said, listen, that's not mine. That's not a toenail. And I said, Austin, then what is it? Because it's hard, and it's shaped like a boomerang. If, I bet you if I flip this around the room, it'll come right back to me. And he's like, oh, no, it's not, it's not a toenail. And then the guy, He guy, st- he stops the production, gets on his knees and goes, damn, that's a toenail. I cleaned it out five weeks ago. Five yeah, weeks ago, Pete. So you're just telling me uh miscellaneously a uh, toenail was just sitting on the floor in the studio and nobody wanted to pick it up. No, oh, it was
0: it was on your seats, um your armrest of your seat. It was worse. Peter,
1: didn't make it, so so you tell me that the toenail wanted to get comfortable. It was there for so long, it was there for five weeks. The toenail I said, Yeah, I might as well get comfortable. It didn't even pay no rent. It just it just wanted to furnish the whole studio by itself. So it got on my seat and it made itself feel comfortable. That doesn't make it any better, Peter. No, it does. It seems worse. There was a whole toenail. I get up there. A whole toenail on my seat while we were eating. By the way, while we were eating, Jai ever so graciously brought in sandwiches and uh, uh, hash browns and uh, uh, potato mac salad, and I am eating that. Fe- I feel something hard on my hand, dude. I feel. I feel they almost cut me, dude. I, just, uh-huh. I thought it was like I thought it was a, a diamond. I thought a diamond was on the armrest. And here I am looking at is Austin's disgusting yellow pigmented toenail. I mean, it was hard
0: for me to believe that it actually was. a...
1: And you saw decide, you decided was like, oh, that's not a toenail. You didn't even look at it, Peter. You didn't look at the toenail yet. You didn't even look at the disgust on my face to even believe that what I was looking at.
0: Oh, I did. But what was what was weird was that like it was a solid white or ivory color. It was like really big. Like, I don't, you know, maybe the toenail, like, because his toenail shed, because he stubbed his toe really bad. Well,
1: okay. I, I didn't
0: know it got like that, because looked All weird. right, it
1: was, like, no see, bigger. now that's that's the information that you didn't share with me in the moment, that his toenail shed. But you had that information in your head, and the first thing that you said was, no, it's not a toenail, it's a seashell.
0: It looks like, it felt and looked like it, because of how big it was. Like, it wasn't like, you know, a little clip.
1: This guy is like... He's like 80 yards away from a, a beach, granted, but no seashells Is going to fly into the studio. And that's a question.
0: Decorations and stuff. The Place
1: itself on my seat. You're well, not going to do weird that. Part, though. How did the Tonyo get MC, up on your seat from behind? Things do not come alive like that, Peter. This is not SpongeBob. What do you think is Finding Nemo? How did the Tonyo get up there? Peter, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and nobody noticed know. it
0: before? How did that happen?
1: I do not know. All I know is I touched it. No one was on my side. Jair was quiet, real quiet, until <laughs> so I showed it to him. You, you wanted to be all no, no, he didn't do it. I didn't. You wanted to be all O.J. Simpson with it. I didn't do it. Richard Nixon. I'm not a crook. That's not a toenail. He didn't clip. <laughs> and also like no, no, no. And the disgust that was in this hand. I bet you I washed this hand 260 times since last week. I just want you to know that. <laughs> COVID or no COVID, this hand was getting washed, bleached. I mean, the toenail, the toenail looked bleached itself. You yeah, it look like, it like, it like he soaked it in Sunny D. Ugh. It was an off white toenail. That thing could have been sold for $2,000 on, on Etsy. Yeah. looks weird. So I say all that to say, Peter. I am glad I am glad that I'm in my own my, my, my own room I, I posted up in the corner I was gonna do the desk but the desk wasn't that clean I, I, I figured out that we were doing this show from from home late so here we are but Peter I am so glad that I'm in my own home as I said I got the lights set up uh, we got the lights set up. It's gonna burn in my room. It's gonna be 400 degrees by the end of the show. I can tell you that right now. I got the window open. Spring is here. Sprung is sprung. Uh, It's sundress season. So watch out, fellas. You're gonna get a a pleasant surprise when you walk outside. A lot of people getting the Pfizer, the Moderna, the Johnson Johnson, which which got sidelined yesterday. You see that, Peter? What happens? Johnson and Johnson, the vaccine got sidelined because they got blood clots. Blood clots. Going. On. Imagine the, the Johnson Johnson vaccine, a company that makes lotion, can have the same effect as a Popeye chicken sandwich. Can you imagine that?
0: That's, yeah, that's weird.
1: I'd rather just eat the Popeye's. Rather just eat the Popeye's, all right? I'd rather just give my money to a racial stereotype and a trope than take the Johnson & Johnson one shot. That's what happens when you get convenience. These people out here are, hey, oh, one shot, one shot. All you got to do is one shot. They, can, they take convenience and they switch it out with safety. Oh, it's just one shot, one shot. Oh yeah, you take one shot. I can't feel half of my body. One shot, my my internal organs—they're failed. My aorta, where's my aorta disintegrated? Like like Thanos snapped his fingers. It's in the, it's in the soul space now. Where did it go? Where did it go, people? How do you know that these th- d- don't trust it? Get your vaccines, yes, but when people slide convenience to the forefront. When they say, yo, it's just one shot. Yo, you only got to take one time. But, yo, you don't even have to lose your house. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to lose something. Your life, your money, your wife, whatever it is, if convenience is there, you're going to lose it. I don't even go to convenience stores. You're not going to trick me, convenience stores. I go into convenience stores. Oh, yeah, one-stop shop. It's quick. You go in there, you get robbed. What's the point? I can conveniently get robbed. That's what a convenient. That's what the convenience in the store stand for. Uh-huh. One stop shop. Yeah, I'm gonna bring all my money because I can get everything in the store. Well, guess what? Run your pockets. Run them. Oh, it's convenient for the robbers. Oh, oh. Think, think our knowers. You gotta think how you know. My guy, uh, my best friend James Martin, he got the shot yesterday. He said he wasn't worried because I believe the blood clotting was uh, was in six cases of six hundred thousand people taking it. it was it six hundred thousand? or six hundred million? I forget, but it was, only, it was I mean, only. I
0: think it was eight million or six point eight million, something like that. Six, okay, yeah,
1: six million. He said there was only Around six there. cases in six million. Um, so your odds are pretty good. You know, your, your odds, you're, you're looking all right on the odds, but I tell you. Do not fall for the convenience, people. Watch out. That's how they get you.
0: Yeah, six point eight million doses of Johnson Johnson in the U.S. Yep. And there's six reported cases of these this rare blood clot.
1: Rare blood clot. You know, it's very funny. It's rare. It's very rare. We you know what's consistent. You know it's been consistent. Johnson Johnson making stuff for people, and it messing up. That's what's been consistent. <laughs> You guys made talcum powder, you gave people cancer. Yeah. Talcum powder—that's not even the worst powder that you could put on your, put into your body near your body. Cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine don't even do that. Yeah. Right. Cocaine—you walk out the house feeling like Hulk Hogan for for twenty minutes, and you get a little sleepy. You and get a little depressed. Johnson and Johnson baby powder, with the with the with the fat baby, or well, that's that's Gerber, excuse me, with the J and J on front of it, you put a little bit of talcum powder on your balls because it's hot. You don't want to sweat. You don't want your flupa to get all to get all sweaty. And then you go to the doctor, and you, you, you you got you got lumps, lumps in your lymph nodes, from Johnson and Johnson. I gotta make sure I'm not ashy. I gotta put on lotion. All of a sudden, I got lumps. Watch for the convenience, people. Watch out for it. Beautiful day, a truck just went past my house uh, over the speed limit. I am calling four one one right now, sir. Austin, Austin, oh, this guy, Austin. You know he, he he can't be a part of the show, but he could be in the show.
0: Yeah, I mean he could play a big role. I mean he's doing his floors, I hope it's fun. This guy's doing his but- floors.
1: He he wants to be doing it all. He wants to be but Jesus. Good- he wants to be controlling the show, and he wants to be a carpenter on the side. You know how the Jews feel about Jesus, Peter? A lot of them like him. I don't, I think I think there's a section of Jews that uh, Messianic. I'm not sure. Yeah, what they're Messianic them.
0: Jews,
1: yeah. They- yeah, Messianic Jews. They love Jesus. Jesus is their man. Jesus is their Michael Jordan. I mean, they wear Jesus sandals. They're walking outside with long hair. They wear nothing but robes. I believe, like they're they're Jesus freaks. But the okay. whole Jewish community does not. They don't, they don't rock with, uh, they don't think he's the Messiah. They don't think he's the Messiah. Yes. But the Jews that believe he is the Messiah, they get ousted by the Jewish community. Yeah. It's I mean, they, you know, they're
0: kind of, I know,
1: they're imagine, imagine not being able to attend Shabbat because you think Jesus is a man. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine not getting the, not, not getting the last slice of kugel pie saved for you. Because you think the dude that raised himself from the dead at the age of 33, my brother's my brother's 35, he barely get up from the couch without his bones cracking. You think that the man who raised himself from a grave at 33 is the man. And just like, oh, no, you don't. You can't come to Florida with us. Facebook, my aunt was commenting, oh, you look skinny, eat something. I'm like, I'm trying to talk about Sam Darnold getting traded from the Jets. <laughs> Are you Those clothes look too big for you. Listen, I'm trying to talk about Julian Edelman. We just got added to a another um site, I believe. Shout out Chris Angel for putting a Worldwide Sports Radio Network as his main sports page uh, on his page. I'm excited about that. Chris Angel. I'm not. We had a conversation about that in the group chat, and Errol talk, uh, talked to us about it. I'm still not. He didn't clarify. It was like the magic Chris Angel. I, it, he showed he showed a picture of the dude it kind of looked like Chris angel I mean but 2011 Chris angel had long hair and that's not necessarily a style anymore this guy has short hair it kind of looked like him I'm not sure but uh, I'll send you a screenshot of the page uh after we go to our first break um but we're on the page now man the content is bussing. we got it here we, we we know what we're doing we know what we're doing we're on a track we're almost there mm. we're almost there almost. Oh man, but yes, it's a beautiful day outside here in New York. Uh Peter, what's been going on? Let's 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 crack off with a with a big news story. What do you say?
0: Okay, what kind of news?
1: Uh I mean, you, have you heard anything?
0: Um I'm trying to think, I was Johnson Johnson. There was um Jesus, there was
1: Okay, you, me. now you're just giving a recap of the show. I'm saying, have you heard anything in the news recently?
0: Um recently in the news. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, Dante Dante Wright, you know, the the footage came
1: out of that. Let, okay, let's get into this. Let's get into this real quick. Um I have a lot to say about this, Peter. Yeah. Uh first off, uh, oh, Bernie Madoff passed away yesterday. Uh, yeah, the, big, yeah, yeah. the biggest frauder passed away at eighty two. You know, if you're in jail for being a fraud at eighty two, how do we know he's dead? Yeah. <laughs> this man got hundred and sixty years for duping people out. You best make sure you poke his body with a stick.
0: I mean, he got he got he 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 only got prosecuted
1: because he. Robbed from, like, other wealthy people. Yeah. Like Wall Street people. Do not take money out of the peop- out of the pockets of people who have the most money. That's how you get stepped on.
0: Yeah, bad.
1: That's how you get stepped on. When the little guy takes money from the big guy, that's bad. But this guy, I, I mean, could you say Bernie Madoff was a – he wasn't a phony. Was he – I don't know his position before he invested all this money – invested all this money with these people but people don't like a Robin Hood and imagine a Robin Hood that is well, I mean they don't like the app Robin Hood but they don't like a Robin Hood the rich people they don't you are taking money out of my pockets to disseminate it across people you didn't even do that you cut the money in your own pockets you took yeah. the money said yeah I got you just swallowed it whole knocked it back like a Pilsner light with no regard for anybody else's uh, accounts Let's yeah. go show you, Peter. You can't trust the brother that went to Hostra, okay? <laughs> he went to Hostra. You Hoster. can't trust the brother that, went on his breaks, he would go to Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> oh, I don't
0: know. Um, that was a, I don't know if Joe's was around
1: back then. But you know what I'm saying? You can't trust you, – no, you can't. You went to Dizzy Lizards. I don't know if they are still open. <laughs> dizzy Lizard, you got a Popeyes over there, you got a McDonald's over there that never looks open. It never looks open. It's on Hempstead turn, but you got the Nassau Coliseum, right? You can't trust the brother that went to school next door Nassau Coliseum. This guy this guy is in finance class right next door. The Harlem Globetrotters are or are, are doing a show. How can I trust you? I can't even trust the Harlem Globe Trotters. The guy puts a ball in his shirt and disappears. Where'd it go? That's not real basketball. Bernie Madoff passed away. Uh, took a lot of money out of people's hands. Um, at the age of 82, had a rough life too. Son passed away of cancer. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he, he's gone. He is gone. Let's make sure, though. All right, because fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So that's all I'm saying. Let's not have this be an Epstein situation. Let's get some. Let's get some verification. Um, all right,
0: Peter,
1: Peter okay. holler at me about this Dante Wright situation. Just give me a, a lowdown of all the information that you know, um, and then we can we can talk about it.
0: Brooklyn center, Missouri. Yeah, it was a traffic stop, he he was in his vehicle, and this police officer, Kimberly Potter, pulled him over and a pet was yelling taser, taser, taser on the video at one point. Apparently it was pulled over. Was this the one? It gets so confusing because all of, It seems like you know when when one case happens, like after a lull in like yep. you know news and stuff, there's news about another one. There's a Derek Chauvin trial. He yep. did the George Floyd. Yeah. Murdered him, knee to the neck, and it was awful. Yeah. Uh, eight or nine minutes on the neck. That's, that's ridiculous. Which was,
1: which was not outlawed by uh, Minnesota. Police that was not outlawed in their practices, so uh, you could put, I believe, what I read, you could put your knee on someone's neck to subdue them, so that that wasn't illegal, uh, apparently, from what I heard. But continue, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, ju- I'm not justifying it, I'm just no, saying. No, no, I'm saying, but yeah, you know, there, yeah. were,
0: there were other illegal things about that, of course. I mean, nine minutes that's bizarre to me, right? You know, I mean, you couldn't do anything else, so you could, yep. you could so many other things you can do before you do that. Yep. Uh, for a minute. For thirty seconds, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so uh he I don't know, he, he was just in his car and you know, obviously it was over an air freshener, was it?
1: Okay, here's what I'm getting. Here these are the multiple stories that I heard. I initially heard that it was an air freshener that blocked the rear view window. Was an obstruction of oh. view, so they pulled him over for that. But then, I heard I heard that on social media. But when I'm watching the news, I heard that the police reported that they initially pulled him over because the tag on his license was expired. So it was an expired license. Police from time to time run tags on cars at, at random, um, and his tag came back it came back expired. So that's why I heard he was pulled over. Then. The police approach him. They run his name. They find out that he has a warrant for his arrest. Now, warrant. Here's the two sides of the story now. Because when you look up on, when I saw a video, a brother, uh, this this guy, he looked up like court cases in Minnesota. And he found Deont- uh, Dante's rights, or Deontay, excuse me. He found his case number within the Minnesota courts. And he found out that his warrant. Was for weed apparently. And that he only had a warrant out for his arrest because the warrant and the court date was sent to an address that wasn't Dante Wright's. So when he didn't respond, they had a warrant out for his arrest. But now I'm hearing on the news that there was a warrant out for his arrest. Because he robbed a lady at gunpoint. Uh, and choked her. So, you watch the video, you watch the whole video, and you see that the officer screams taser, taser, taser. Now, I understand that, to a certain extent, cops don't have muscle memory, and I understand that, you know, to a certain extent, you're never going to, most of our jobs, regular people's jobs, we don't have life or death situations. When we're dealing with work, you're not going to have a life or death situation at Dunkin' Donuts. If you don't give me those three glaze and that one Bavarian cream, I'm a us a cap in your ass we don't we don't have that so it is different for the police but if you do not know the difference between a gun and or taser Mm -hmm. with 26 years on the police force i don't care police they have minimal gun training maybe you you have to go to the range for two weeks Something like that. I'm not sure about that. But for yeah. 26 years, one thing that you should know is the difference between a gun and a tape. I can. I know the difference between a paintball gun and a Nerf gun, son. I know. I got to know the difference. If I'm going to a party, my niece wants a Nerf gun, I can't bring back a M16 to, to, to the party in the back. Yeah, M16 with clowns and a bouncy house. I pull over the M16, I shoot the M16, it, it it bursts the bouncy house. I can't do that. And if you're a cop for 26 years and you're screaming taser, 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 that's not that's saying to me that you're not caught up. You're not caught up in what's going on. Part of your brain is still saying, I have to be present in the moment, and saying, Taser, 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 and not feeling that weight difference disregarding the color because that taser looks like a Sharpie marker, disregarding what you have to do, the amount of pressure that you have to put on the the trigger. Yeah. If you mess up like that, just because you you feel like there was imminent danger, whether or not, forget the Deontay Wright situation, what else could you have done? In a situation where, My man wasn't resisting arrest because he has a warrant. That worries me because people say, oh, he resisted arrest. And yes, you resisted arrest. And Peter, let me tell you, as a black man, as a black man who has uh, people in the police, law enforcement, you do what the cops tell you to do. Now, that's a messed up thought because people say you do what the cops tell you to do because you're black. You don't want to be reminded you're black. Because that's a, that's a connection of slavery, and it's like all the things that you had to overcome. You have to think about that when the cops show up. You you have you have to be you have to be quiet, and you have to be you have to be comprehensive with everything that they're saying. She messed up, regardless, from a police standpoint. If if you're saying taser this taser that, you can't tell the difference between a gun or a taser. And I get it; someone is resisting arrest. And, uh, they're resisting arrest when you tell them they have a warrant. Um, you don't know what they're going to do because you feel like your safety might be in jeopardy. Your safety and the people around you, safety is going to be in jeopardy. But if you're put in that certain scenario and that pressure, what else can happen when you're put in different scenarios that maybe someone with, without a warrant or someone who doesn't pose to be a threat, are you going to get jumbled? Is something like that going to happen again? Yeah. That's, right. that's my concern. Your experience, your poise has to be there. As as a police officer,
0: he wasn't even attacking her. So, like you know, I mean,
1: well, no, kind of- I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that because listen, you you with your partners, you 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 with you got three cops on the scene. You don't know what he has in the car. You're trying to control him. You're trying to maintain him. There's a certain there's a certain point where I give I'll give a cop uh, consideration because it's a two way street. I have to, compl- I have to, me as a man, I have to comply to make them feel safe so that they can do their job, you know? I I got to give them a little bit of respect. I may not like you, but I always give you respect. That's what it is. Or courtesy.
0: Oh, I got that, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, lashing out at her or anything like that, you know? that,
1: that that's when, that's when you get specific to what happened into the situation. But this is, this is, this is my problem. Yeah. because now we have people that say oh even if you're resisting arrest resisting arrest does not warrant a de- warrant your death absolutely true yeah but what what are we telling our black people now what are we teaching them we get it well, think, you know, <laughs> but, but, but what what are we saying when we say that resist the cops do this do that do, do not comply with them because we know the end result. And again, as I said, we know the end result because of the color of our skin. And you don't want to be reminded of that because, oh, that's the slavery times and everything I overcame and stuff like that. That gets tiring. I don't want to hear about the color of my skin because you're pulling me over because yeah. I, could be a possible, I could be a possible threat. So yeah. I, get I, I get it. I get it. I get why people are like that. It's like, nah, forget the police. They're your threat. Now, I have to tell you, I probably understand why he would have did it in this situation. Because you're 10 miles from where George Floyd happened. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're 10 miles and maybe four years removed, five years removed from where Philando Castile happened. Yeah. Where he warned the officer that he had a gun in the car. He said, don't reach for it, don't reach for it, don't reach. And he shot him. You don't know what happened. You don't have the body cam footage inside the car, how quick his movements were. But you have all that. And you have the sentiments of black people and the police, and the police are, at, are at heads. They're at war. You have all that. So I I said to myself, is this uh is this a result of the media and the sentiments put out there? Could a, a young black kid really believe that yo I I gotta get away from the police because I'm gonna end up dead? I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna,
0: gonna go go ahead. Yeah, the final Castile, I mean, I actually saw it. Yeah, like the there's the the camera of you know the outside the car. Yeah, and there's the camera that you know the live stream that that um was in the car uh, it was his relative or girlfriend or something like that
1: uh, yeah. inside
0: the car as well so yeah it was kind of bizarre I mean why that
1: would have happened just was, uh, you don't you don't know what you don't know why you have speculation I'm not, I'm not pointing past racism because this country has showed us well and true and time and time again that racism does play a part in these think, situations yeah. I'm not one to say it's racism every time. I'm not. I want all the facts.
0: No, you have to be fair about it. You know, no matter what the situation is, you have to be fair about it.
1: But, but then, now, but now you you're getting all these overwhelming facts. Oh, he had a warrant out for his arrest. No, the the Minnesota government messed up. Oh no, it it was he actually had a warrant out for his arrest. Why did he get pulled over in the first place? Oh, expired tags. No, it was just it was just air freshener covering the rear window. There's so many factors that we don't know now. And now we react. We react without actually knowing. Racism to me, it's in the back of my head. It's in the back of my head because that's a that's a, that's a fail-safe answer. Oh, you know what they're doing out there again, racism. I get that. That's a fail-safe answer to me. It's never at the forefront of something. But if I want to get down to it, I want the real answer. I want really ha- want what really happened, what really went down. So now we have all these spiraling facts, and this is going to lead to Black Lives Matter movements sparking up, running with the facts, and then it's going to lead to the other side of the media creating counterparts of Black Lives Matter, uh, uh defamating on Dante Dante's personality or or presenting facts that go against what black lives matter says cuz now you're saying oh dante he he was he was taught by uh george floyd's girlfriend and everything is connected now let's 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 slow up stop making accusations on both sides sit down get the facts then we can get down to it
0: yeah i mean you don't you don't say anything you don't know you know but you don't. I mean, what, I, what i do know from the the footage you know i mean yeah that that was Bit much that that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how can't you?
1: I no, mean, yeah, I've
0: shot guns before, and yeah, it's not that easy. It's not you know, I, I don't obviously. You go to the range more often than they'll go to the range. I would imagine more often. I would hope more often than I do, and you know, to learn to be more careful and you know better. You know, more responsible with it. But um, yeah, the weight difference, the taser, and that, uh, and just the way that all happened. I mean, just to immediately go for that. Uh, and the whole scheme of oh, while well, I was young, taser, taser. So after an accident, you know, oh my god, I shot him with my with my gun. I don't know. It looks weird to me.
1: It's something that, that the way she reacted, like she was a rookie, dude. <laughs> I thought I, the way she said it on camera, I'm like, okay, that was definitely a yeah. definite rookie. I go online, I find out you got 26 years in the game. Seriously, that is my life plus three. Twenty six.
0: It's my life.
1: You've been doing it. You've been doing it longer, longer than B- Bill Cosby has been out here in these streets fondling. Was it? Was it only that recent? What do you mean, Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby. Been Bill Cosby ever since the the Cosby Show, dude. People show business is not rock with Cosby. Oh, everything okay, like, that was, like it was like it was a low it was a low-key thing and everything everything that he was doing was being like overshadowed because he would give back to black schools and he would donate a lot, but it, it was a known thing. But you got 26 yeah. years on the job. Yeah, and you can't tell the difference between a gun and a taser, and now the chief wanted to chief wanted to uh, retire and she wanted to retire. You think you're gonna get that pension? No. Public is not done with you. I was talking to my boy who's a cop. He was like, yo, police don't get gun training. I understand that, but if even if I mess up in my regular job, if I work at the airport and you go, hey, can I get a ticket to Fiji, and then I give you a ticket to Russia, and I don't notice, you think I'm keeping my job after that? No, Spirit Airlines is going to fire me on site, and I'm not even sure if Spirit Airlines go to Fiji, but it seems like the type of airlines that will go to Russia. I don't know no. if they do. No, I heard uh, she's being charged judge. with. I, I heard she's being charged with manslaughter, and with that, with that type of judgment, dude, something. I'm. I don't know what's going to happen, but she needs to be reprimanded in some way, some type of way. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, tell you, Peter, with this Derek Chauvin case that's going on now, they're saying, oh, the cops felt threatened because of the public, and they didn't know what the public was going to do, so they let Derek Chauvin have his knee on his neck, and then, um. Now now the cop that shot Jacob Blake is back to work without any uh, consequences. If this Derek Chauvin case, if he doesn't get charged guilty, mm, Northwestern America is going to go up in flames. Yeah, Minnesota, yeah, that happened with Jacob Blake was Wisconsin. You can't have this. They better find Derek Chauvin guilty. Or it's gonna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get bad, real bad, son real bad yeah, and, you and what, know, what, no is, what is what is with white women who are cops mistaking stuff for what it's really not remember that white cop in dallas she walked into the black man's apartment who lives in her same apartment complex and she shot him because oh i thought it was my apartment i thought he was burglarizing my apartment and now, now she say, "Oh, I thought it was a gun. I thought it was a take." Is this why white food is not good? Cause y'all mistaken paprika or raisins for salt. You know, white women like to put paprika and raisins and everything. What?
0: What?
1: What? What is? What is the problem? What is the problem? It's always oh, I thought oh, this that. Binky, you can't mess up in Minnesota. You can't. You, you had to be, you had to be on your A game, at least until the Derek Chauvin case is over. Cops had to be all you had to do was show in, show up to work, get a donut, and that's it. Try to be on your best behavior. But yeah. but but now now you have this. Now you have this case. I I don't know what's going down in Minnesota. It could have been because Alex Rodriguez wanted to buy the the Timberwolves. And, you know, he just coming off a J-Lo marriage, and he, he couldn't solidify that. I mean, J-Lo had a lot of marriages, but with Alex Rodriguez, you thought that would have worked out. Now they split up. So now he probably brings some of her energy and her, her f- f- fission and fraction energy over there to Minnesota. But, dude, I'm tired, I'm tired of not having an answer to these questions of what happened. And it's never definite. And then you have two sides who, who, who just push the narrative that they, that they want to happen. Let's just look at the facts, dude. I know for a fact racism does involve is involved in policing, but I also know for a fact that all all the things that end up with unarmed black people getting shot are not directly correlated to because the the cops wanted to kill a black person. Simple and plain. Not all of them are like that.
0: The officer did resign though, and uh, and the police yep. chief. Yeah.
1: Nope, they're and not done resigned. with them. He he maybe can resign, but I'm telling you she. The public's not done with her.
0: No, I, I, I wouldn't be. I mean, yeah, I'm not done with her. I mean, that's not good at all. But yeah, and, and everyone's you know, talking about now how actually Dante Wright, uh, they they ne- he never met George Floyd, but George Floyd's girlfriend was Wright's, uh, yeah, teacher in high school. Yep. And what was it? It was um, uh, Emmett Till. Um, what was the what was the thing with Emmett Till? Um
1: there's a connection. Till- oh my, my homie just posted that on the story. Give me a second. Okay. I just saw it like two minutes ago. Uh let's go Eagle Eagle Wit. Uh Fred Hampton's mom babysat yes. Emmett Till.
0: Yeah. And you know you know how the Emmett Till story got like widely known?
1: Why? Because oh, the United you know, States. I'm sorry. The, his mother. Well, I mean, it got well known because his mother had his casket open, and then uh, she displayed what they did to uh, Emmett Till, and like yeah. how badly, how badly, like dismorphed his body was, and, and that makes yeah. sense because Fred, Fred Hampton's out of Chicago, and uh, Emmett Till was visiting his relatives down south, and he was from Chicago, so.
0: Yeah, and the thing was that what what happened was that um, the uh, Emmett Till died, and then like all of a sudden the, the uh, I think it was um yeah from the U.S. They, they sent the picture to the Soviet Union, and during that time the U.S. you know had the whole propaganda campaign out the Soviet Union you know stuff they they didn't even know whether or not it was true or not, so the Soviet Union just like took Emmett Till's Bloody picture where he looked when he died. Mm. You know, it, it, I saw the picture just now and it's awful. And just sent it all over the world to show the hypocrisy that, you know, the U.S. government was, you know, projecting on their enemies. And, you know, and that's how that whole case got known around the world and even in the country.
1: Yeah, man. It was, um, you have these connections. You see the connections between his mother and um... black people are connected, man. We connected. Yeah, that's why. True why, true. why do you think every black brother, when you see black people walking down the street, you got that nod? Cause we understand. We understand the 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 hatred that was put against us, the oppression. Yeah, I go, and... I go, I go through the same thing that you go through. When I wake up in the morning, that nod means when we wake up in the morning, we have the same thought. No matter how different our families are, our backgrounds, or our jobs, we have the same thought of like, okay, I have to consider what the color of my skin, how that's going to affect my life today. And you, and you, welcome to the club, buddy, because you, Peter, been feeling that recently in America. When Asians wake up, when Asians wake up, they wipe the crust out of their eye. And you go, I wonder if I'm going to get knocked out on the streets today at random. So you guys, welcome to the club because you, you start to feel a little bit of that. But over four hundred years you start to develop a, a camaraderie, a silent one, but there's a connection there regardless, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, there there's a lot of those situations, you know, where, where they just you know create very a very baited atmosphere for people. Yep. I mean you know, the Asian thing. I mean, yeah, that's been a problem, you know, for a very long time as well. And um
1: 1882, y'all couldn't come into this country. Yeah. They, 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 they felt that you guys were too experienced and that when you came over to this country, you were taking jobs. You were the OG Mexicans. You guys were coming over here doing math, being engineers, and you were hungrier because you wanted it because you, you came over from eating rice and getting stung by bees, and three days later, you were dead. So you came over here, you wanted it, and America got jealous. They said, nah, 1882, cut them out. Got the mouth out. Who was the president then? Uh, 82. Um, a- 1882. I'm not sure, but they cut you out the deal, son. Chester A. Arthur. Yeah, Chester A. Ar- that's the most American name I've ever heard of my Chester A. Arthur. That's one of the ones you don't really hear about at all. If you got a vowel, if the two last letters in your name is a vowel and an R, son, a little bit racist. Just a little, little bit. Your, <laughs> your first name, and your last name. Got a E R A R. Mm. Mm. But you feel it, man. It's camaraderie, and I don't know what's gonna go on. Rest in peace, Dante Wright, man. He, he did not deserve to die. Of course, we always say this. Did not deserve to pass away. Yeah. Um, but we 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 need answers as a as a society. We need answers because I'm, I'm sick of seeing oh it was the police and oh no black people don't resist. I'm just, I'm tired of trying to pump up every argument. Just give me a, a finite. This is what it is. This is what happened. I mean, to- I think that
0: I think if we look into things more like MLK did later on in his life, that perhaps contributed to his death. I mean, you know, if, I'm sorry. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that did. But, you know, I mean, one of the things, I mean, you know, he started to see the uh, distribution with civil rights and, you know, why it's like this. He started seeing things economically. And that's why he did the whole Poor People's Campaign or or March, whatever. And, um, you know, and then he eventually essentially died on the picket line because he was,
1: uh, I forgot where he was, um, Georgia, Alabama. Where did I locate that? Memphis and motel.
0: Yeah, he was he was in uh, Tennessee for access hotel. He was there for the demonstrations. You know, he he essentially died on the picket line. You know, and you know for the 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 poor and oppressed people of the country. And you know, when you look at it in that way, you kind of start to make connections of why these things were set up this way. Mm. You know, it's what the it's what the black radicals of the 30s and the 40s. 60s, you know, but they, you know, Harry Haywood, Paul Robeson, the Renaissance man himself, Paul Robeson, you know, Angela Davis, you know, it's it's what they believed, you know, they were, you know, the big thing here. Um, what's his name? Um, oh, oh, uh, oh my God, Nelson Peary, Harry Haywood. I said, you know, they, they understood these things, and that's you know that that needs to get more into the. I don't know what's the word. Not the lexicon, maybe, but the... Um, maybe it's the lexicon or something. I don't
1: know. Lexicon.
0: You know, lexicon, but the, the consciousness, the the general public understanding, you know, it needs to be going more towards that. That's how you fix it. You know, you get to the root of the problem. and you Yes, just
1: sir. Kill it. it get to the root of the problem and stop... um Stop rooting for the problem. I think that's the... We need to start getting to the root of the problem. Stop rooting for the problem. Whether it's, yeah. oh, it's the cops, no, it's black, black, black people. No, it's the way. No, let's just get down to what it is, dude. Let's yeah. let's get let's get down to the p- specifics. Every situation, and let's just reassess it from there. But if we just start off on one side, and we can't force ourselves to the other or open up her perspective, nothing's going to get changed. So, um, yes, rest in yeah, peace to him. I-
0: you know, you have, to, you have to understand, you know, who's actually your friend and who's actually your enemy, you know, for, for you know, a lot of the, like, you know, working class uh, uh, people of all ethnicities and races, you know, you know, they, Trump's not your friend. And for the people who might be more middle class, more, you know, upper class, I, you know, they care about people, I mean, Joe Biden and the Democrats aren't your friend either. I mean, they—you know—they're—they're they're all screwing over. Trump said he's going to build up infrastructure. He's going to pull us out of the wars. He's going to do I mean, help build you know, the, the economy and everybody's lives. Yeah. Uh, he did none of that. Yeah. And people have to stop making excuses for him, and people have to stop making excuses for Biden. Yeah. I mean, he could have an executive order. He said the first day, "I'm going to eliminate all student debt," and now we now he—he he, he lowered the amount to a level where it has to get congressional approval i mean what trump did he had an executive order to take money from the pentagon to build the rest of the wall that was already up there since the 90s but to build more of it and you know why can't joe biden do that why you know why does he seem so weak and you know incompetent
1: there's a reason why he's weak uh peter the man is like 77 years old all right, the, the first executive order that he should have done is to executively get his team a lifetime supply of the pens because the man is going to need it. I'm not sure if he can roof the, the toilet, uh, but, Peter, I can tell you this much, that they're both old, all right? They're both old men. That's what it is. Uh, Peter, let's move on to sports because right now this podcast is sponsored by Antifa, and if we talk anymore, <laughs> I think our connection is going th- to go down. And next thing you know, we're going to be in some Soviet basement being waterboarded. With alcohol, so uh, yeah. What um, yeah. do the Soviets. I, I don't know. I see. I, I I'm not even sure what part Antifa. Who are they with? I don't know. I, but maybe their headquarters in Seattle in a rundown Starbucks. I I don't know, Peter. But uh, let's get on to the sports segment. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Rasmus, Dante right. Uh, yeah. yeah. man. It's, it's a sad story, but we're we're gonna move on. Let's go do a quick sure. break, Don- and then we'll okay. So we'll break. Yeah, and then we'll get into these sports stories. Ah, this has been How You Know Jared Harvin, Peter Lewis. We'll be right back.
0: It, it, the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio, Network. Radio
1: Network. Welcome back to How You Know People. Uh, Peter, let's get into the sports, son.
0: Well, really quick, I just want to put in some you know, nicer news. I know I know we have to break it all, but I just wanted to on I just want to put out something more pleasant than what we're talking about. Uh, I wanted to say that Monday, this past Monday, two days ago, was the 60th anniversary of the invention of space travel. Yuri Gagarin went up in Vostok 1 spacecraft and or- went over, a ro- a, what was it, an orbit around Earth like for over an hour, and it was a big moment for the world. That never, that changed history. So, there was that. I didn't understand news before, but now, again, to the sports.
1: Peter, if you ever try to bring the beat or the tempo of this show up again, we're going to have to have a conversation. We're not one of these fake shows that tries to keep it up and keep it all happy. Wherever the conversation goes, it goes. It's how you know. It's genuine. It's real because it's thoughts. The first thoughts you got. You don't know. You ask questions. Sometimes questions get dark. Sometimes they get light. Of course. But we're not the Teletubbies here. We're not the Wiggles. All right. We don't curse. We don't curse. Yes. We're PC about. To, oh, sometimes we don't curse. Other times people <laughs> want to say the F word like three times in a row and not realize <laughs> they're doing it. So I can't curse F, F, F. I got a treasure. <laughs> it's really a gun. You're not supposed to do that.
0: But but it was on my mind. I did miss it before, so
1: it's the flow of the show, baby. This is how it goes. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta apologize to bring it back up. We'll do that. We're funny. It's comedy. It's how the show flows. You can't force the comedy. You can't <laughs> do that. No one likes when you force comedy. Have you seen Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> is the comedy forced to you? No. have you seen uh, Jackass I
0: have seen Jackass yes
1: comedy force to you I mean
0: it's there it's just the videos and you know they, they do their crazy stunts Damn it. Forced,
1: you just but... say yes one in a, once in a while dude well I don't know You're if it's I don't here. know if it's forced oh but I do laugh a lot at Jackass you know, all right, Peter. Let's we'll get into these stories. Listen, <laughs> Peter. It was a big, it was a big uh, week for you. Big week for your people. You know why? Why? Do you know why, Peter? I'll tell you right now. Tell me, my man, brother from another mother. My man Hideki Matsuyama has won the Masters, the 2021 Masters, making him the first – hold on, let me read it. He's the first Japanese player and the first Asian-born player to win the tournament. Peter, how do you feel? You you are Chinese, but with everything that's been going on, uh, you see an Asian man with this type of representation. How does it feel, dude, in golf? I mean, you
0: know, it's not its not going to change everything, but I, it's nice to see. You know, it's, it's good
1: to see. The, Peter, the it might be revolutionary now. It is nice to see, but, like, tell us how you really – because, honestly, for a while, I thought the only golf that Japanese people were good at was the one where you play on the Wii. <laughs> Which sports? I thought that was the only form of sport that they were good at, but, Peter, here he comes in the South. For this, this guy was asking for tempura fried chicken. <laughs> that's another guy. and he messed up. And he messes up the mat, the Augusta. He messed up the Masters, which I'm not. Is, I'm not sure if that's allowed to have a place in the South called the Masters, um, and to have a have a black man play on it and call it. Oh, I mastered the Masters. I'm not sure if that's like a racial tendencies there, but dude, dude. This is big, Peter. This is real big.
0: Sure. No, I mean, it is. It's good to see. I mean, yeah, because, you know, usually you'll see Tiger. You'll see other players, you know, a lot of Americans. I mean, I'm looking down the list here, the leaderboard for the PGA season.
1: Dude, the, what, if, the Masters. what if what if golf is always destined to be dominated by Asians? What if Because um, new- Tiger, that's an Asian name. <laughs> it, when, you, when, you, when, you, when someone says Tiger, you think, okay, Asia because Asian Tiger or Tiger Showmans, which is karate, which is created and used by Asians.
0: I mean, Tiger Showmans wasn't, but yeah.
1: Yes, but you you get what I'm saying. I didn't say Tiger Showmans was, but. Yeah, no, I know. He's teaching karate, Peter. Of course. Yeah, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Peter. What if this is the changing of the guard? What if what if the, what if this is the, the, the torch getting handed down? Yeah, maybe
0: maybe I'll be playing golf for the first time. I've played mini golf, and I, my whole life I lived most of my life I lived in Bethpage at Tiger Woods, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump's favorite golf course. Yeah, at the Bethpage, next to the Bethpage State Park, the Bethpage Black Course. And it's their favorite one, all three of them, because it's it's very difficult. And I never played golf. I'm at my place, my house in Hampton Bays that my family had before I was even born. They had the famous, uh, you know, the Shinnecock Hills uh, tournament and stuff that Austin and I were talking about. I think Austin was helping out the last one a couple years ago. Uh, Never played golf around there. There's driving ranges everywhere. There's country clubs and golf all over the place. But I have never... Step foot on one of them. I mean, the closest I got to that was at uh, Beth Page, the the restaurant at the golf course, Corral on the Green, or at least one of them. But uh, to pick up a paycheck for my valet job, that I used to have like my second year in college, first at Brooklyn College.
1: So maybe this is the Jake. moment. Maybe this is it. Beth Page, Black Augusta Masters. You had Tiger, who was a black man, but. Also Asian, uh, and then and and then now you, you got Hideki. What if what if what if golf was really meant to be mastered by someone who is black or Asian? Asian. Beth
0: a black not the stereotype in the U.S.
1: Beth Page black, and and people view people view golf as a as a white sport, but it's really not because everyone who grows older, no matter what their what their color is, they love golf. Steph Curry loves golf. It, it, it's a very patient game. You're outside, you know, you're looking at greenery. Something that you don't get to see if you're living in the city or stuff like that. It's nice, quaint. You get you get to think, clear your mind. It's one of these sports where if you're always on the run, like that's why a lot of football players and basketball players love it because you, your mind does not have to be fine-tuned as to focus on, well, I got to tackle him, I got to pass the ball this time. Nah, take your time. And figure out what you got to do. Where yeah. how, how this whole how this hole is constructed? Hey yo, um, <laughs> how uh, how how the hill rolls down? What type of uh, what type of iron am I going to use? Yeah. You get to take time. Take your time. Reflect. A lot of people love that, which is which is a lot. Which something is not a lot of black people get to do. Take your time and reflect. Nah, you got to go out there, perform. I can't reflect on myself. I can't look at the. I can't look at myself in the mirror for 15 minutes. Go, oh, you're 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 doing good today, buddy. No, I can't do that. I gotta go out and make people laugh. I gotta be the cool guy all the time. I gotta right. have the cleanest sneakers. And especially Asians now. You guys can't relax. You gotta watch your back. And you guys are running businesses, there are a lot of businesses, which has been you have been affecting the most because of COVID. And you're finding your ways. This this sport is destined for people who are always on their toes. It allows them to give them a break. Think about it, man. You got stop Asian hate. All of a sudden, Hideki Matsuyama wins the Masters. First Asian to do so. Wins it. Dude, yeah. the golf is like is like the racial balance within the universe. Because think about it. Stop Asian hate, right? You have a he wins. A decky wins. Black Lives Matter starts to do good. Starts to pop off. What happens to Tiger?
0: Hmm.
1: What happened to Tiger? Terrible accident. Terrible accident. This man nearly broke every bone in his body. Walking around all stiff like he Tony Stark. Golf is the racial balance in this country. Think about it, Peter.
0: Mm. I mean, yeah, all kinds of it's yeah, it's funny. All kinds of NHL players, no matter where they're from in the world, I mean, they usually play golf in the off season.
1: Yep. You get to balance out your mind. Another Rory McElroy, where he's from? He's Scotland?
0: Uh sounds like it could be.
1: He was at the top of the game for a while. Where's he from? Oh, he's Are you, from United. He's from the United Kingdom. Never mind. I thought he yeah, was Scottish. Yeah, it's Scottish. That's UK. Wait, wait Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. Oh, Northern Ireland. Okay,
0: yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. You know
1: how the Irish be drunk? Uh, you know the amount of pressure they under. They don't get to think. They don't get to stay there. Oh, oh my god. I mean, think about the clouds and look how they don't get to do that. <laughs> Rory was Roy is their savior. Golf is yeah. a racial balance or or ethnic balance, sure. I mean, you know, the Irish, it's yeah, it's, Peter. This is big. Yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, you better hope Polish people don't get start, don't get knocked out because Polish are gonna be on the rise. It could be anybody, yeah. We'll see how it goes. I mean, all these golf courses about to be smelling like kelbasa, <laughs> <laughs> be too bad. Dude, this is big, man. Hideki Matsunya I I realize where he's from, like the town that in which he's from, or where he was born in. It's the same as his last name. Is that custom? In okay, I, 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 it's it's weird because I know in China their last name is their first name, so like you have more honor is more honor in family, so they present. Yeah,
0: the, the family yeah. name is said first. You know, like yeah. my my father would be like Loy Hoy Tong.
1: Yeah, because you
0: know, our Chinese name is Loy, not Lewis. It's Loy. And, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of places do that. I mean, obviously, you know, we know Leonardo da Vinci. He's from Vinci. He's of Vinci. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a typical Japanese custom or if it's an old one. Um,
1: you yeah, know, I, don't, I don't
0: know.
1: I don't yeah. know. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Uh, he was born in Matsuyama Ihimi, Japan. E-H-I-M-E. Okay. Yeah, yeah
0: the, man. Prefecture, larger city.
1: You take you take where Asians take their name seriously, man. Yeah, their name is the they come from. There's a lot of pride, but when they move to the United States, all that gets dropped off. They want you guys Roberts. to be good, so they they don't want they don't want no Hideki. They want a Peter, a Dan, <laughs> a Rob, a Phil. As long as that, if that means success. Slide that name in there, buddy. Slide oh, you, it right know what's in
0: funny. There. you know what's funny? My my father's family, uh alone, not even just like, you know, not even counting like our extended family and cousins stuff, but just like his family. It was uh what was it, six, seven kids? I, I can't I'm not gonna count right now. But like my my grandma's family had like eleven kids. Yeah, and a lot of my father and his siblings' names, like, were the same names as my grandmother's uh, siblings, on my mom's side. That is No, not, you know, I'm talking about my mom's side, my father's side, and uh, yeah, because you know they they we had a lawyer, Mr. Berger, who like part of our my great grandfather and part of my family came to the U.S. first, and for easier processing and stuff. Mr. Berger just had our, our family name changed from Lloyd to Lewis, And it also gave us the other American names, like personal names, you know, like my dad's American name is Howard. And there's Lily, there's Margaret, there's Johnny, there's Eddie, there's Mary, Francis, and um, I think I got everyone there. But, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's not what yeah. I
1: Peter doesn't fit your aesthetic, man. You had to have name translators. This yeah, guy really. translated your name like you were going up to Canada. They're giving, <laughs> giving you rubles for dollars. So I knew that's, that's how I it guess, is, man. I think
0: the Canadian currency is the Canadian dollar. What? I, I don't think that rubles is the Canadian currency. Oh,
1: I Peter, I, the Canadian I, Peter, I was just messing around, kid. It's probably <laughs> Russia or something like that. But it, rubles sounds like a, a form of currency that not everyone would have. As I'm saying, oh, what? You, you can't go from, uh, you can't, I was going to say uh, something that probably would have sounded racist, but what, what is what is like a traditional uh, Chinese name in China? I
0: don't know, you can say Chen or Chen, I don't
1: know. No, like a first name.
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You could say, uh, I don't know, I, I, Hoi, you know, is part of it. Hoi? Yeah, you say Hoi.
1: Hoy, okay, you can't go from Hoy to Franklin, all right? That's a big leap, son. Of course. That's a real big leap. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying to you, Peter, is this is so big because it neglects America. It neglects Asians trying to be accepted by America and, in fact, forces America to accept Asians and not only for the current state but just like in general because it's a way to break down borders especially with food you see that with food if something's good if sure for tongue to whip me up some octopus son <laughs> some octopus pizza mm. dude it opens my mind up to other cultures chinese cultures where were you how'd you grow up what what different type of spices did you use your heritage this yeah. is a form of that and especially during this stop asian hate time it's a it's a real dope thing to see yeah, it's a big
0: moment, you know, especially it's highlighted yeah. by
1: that. Yeah, it is highlighted by it. So congratulations to him, man. Uh, he did it up well. Uh, we got this other sports story, man. Um, Sam Darno. What happened?
0: You want to go on to Sam Darno?
1: No, no, we talked about Sam Darno. Whoa, it's Darnold, kid. Watch your mouth. Darnold, sorry. Watch your mouth. <laughs> For I'll get L. Marks to come over here and beat you up. All right. <laughs> I know he likes him. <laughs> um, no, we talked about Sam on the last show. I want to talk about Julian Edelman. Okay. Julian Edelman, as you may know, is wide receiver for, uh, well, formerly a wide receiver for the uh, New England Patriots. A long-time compadre, compadre of Tom Brady, uh, well and long before he took his trip down to uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, it was very key in the championships that he got uh, with Tom Brady. He was a leader, seventh rounder you know, worked and hustled to get himself to where he needed to be. Um, Recently, he failed his physical. um, And the Patriots released him. And that was a technicality so that he could retire. And my thing is, how do you know he's going to retire? You got to understand, he comes from the New England Patriots. And the New England Patriots, if, if there was any team that was mischievous and salty and under the rug, it was them, all right? If it came down to me trusting Zemo from Falcon and the Winter Soldier or trust any member of the personnel of the New England Patriots, I'm trusting Zemo. The guy who tried to break up the Avengers, I'm trusting them because you just can't trust the Patriots. <laughs> really can't. Hercules Mulligan, key guy, real key guy. In order, in order to uh, beat the English in the Revolutionary War, he was a spy, big old spy, up in New York, pretending to be. Can I have a wall, please? Can I have a wall, please? He was American. Patriots go down and dirty to get what they need to get done, and he's coming from that culture. And especially with Rob Gronkowski, what he did, the man retired. So he couldn't get traded to the Detroit Lions. Now, I understand, Detroit, messed up city. You don't want to go there. But he retired in order not to get traded. And what do he do? Oh, Tom's going to Tampa Bay. I'm coming out of retirement. Boom. How do we know Julian Edelman's not doing the same thing? How? Because the story seems fishy. Julian Edelman failed a, a, a physical. How old is he, Peter? Can you look that up for me?
0: Edelman is, uh, I
1: believe, thirty four. Thirty 34 years old. You could, you could pass a physical. You may be, you may be getting uh, blown by some of these guys that are coming out of Ohio State, all, all pepped up on Pop-Tarts and and takis. All right, but you can pass a physical. Every time I looked at Julian Edelman, the man's veins were were, were coming out of his his arms, dude. Every time I looked at him, he looked like he was about to donate blood to some sick kid to the local Boston hospital. Like he wanted to take his blood. He legitimately looked like Bane in the George Clooney Batman. Every time I look at his arms. <laughs> are you telling me that guy failed a physical? Get the fuck out of here, dude. You he didn't fail no goddamn physical. What you're doing is. You're getting ready for retirement. Where do people retire, Peter? Where do old people retire? He's old for the NFL. Where do old people retire? Florida. Thank you. And Jewish people go down there, too. And with the last name, like Edelman, I can only assume. But check that for me, Peter.
0: I mean, he's Jewish, yeah. But uh, I know, um, I mean, my my dad's coworker um, got him. Got my father. I moved within the Plainview. I mean, he moved to Vegas, but most of it's Florida.
1: Wait, what? Repeat that last part. What do you say?
0: My my father's coworker, who's Jewish, who got him to move out to uh, from Brooklyn to uh, Nassau, you know, Plainview. He he actually, Ira, his name is, ended up moving to Vegas, but yeah, most of it is uh, a lot of it is Florida.
1: What does that have to do with Edelman? Wait, is, is No, guy's you're
0: saying Juju will retire to Florida.
1: No, oh, okay, okay, me. yeah. But Peter, that man's not retiring. Yeah, that a- man. You see, Tom Brady, man, is 43 years old. Yeah, he may inject like Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, blood into his uh, into his body because <laughs> I don't know what the hell Gwyneth Paltrow's on, but this lady's making uh, many ladies making candles that smell like her vagina, I, I, that's something that you can only do if you have access to it like a found of youth. I don't care. I don't care. Honestly. Yeah. You see what Tom Brady's doing down there in South Beach? You know, man, Tom Brady's like 55 years old. Tom Brady got an AARP card. Tom Brady can eat for free before three at a Sizzler's.
0: I miss Sizzlers.
1: Which is only available where, Peter? Florida and Puerto Rico. Shout up, Puerto Rico, baby. Peter, it's simple. You can't trust a Patriot. <laughs> and when a Patriot says they're retiring, don't believe them. Can't trust it. You
0: can't, you can't.
1: This man, he says he's retiring. If he does... Good for him. Logically, the only two places I see him going are is Tampa because he has Tom down there. He has Rob. Or I can see him going back to uh, where he grew up. I believe he grew up in the San Francisco area. I believe, yo, I think, I think Edelman uh, took Jerry Rice's daughter uh, to prom. I think he did that. So Edelman was, uh, Edelman get. Is a reason. There's a reason why he got those sticky hands, son. <laughs> and that's not. That's not what I. Okay, wait. That sounds wrong. there's a reason why, he's he was around Jerry Reich, so he was trained to that. Okay, yep, that yeah. That sounds wrong. It, no that's but by you know what happens on prom night. So I didn't want to insinuate that. But what no, I'm no, saying is, no, this man has been dealing with legends ever since the age of sixteen. And you might want to go back home just to enjoy that, you know. Every I mean, every every athlete deserves that playing your in, hometown.
0: I and mean, all I mean, you said you grew up in
1: San Fran. You said I believe you grew up in the Northern California area, so I believe. yeah.
0: So I mean, there's also a bunch of Sizzlers out west, starting like New Mexico. So and there's a lot of, in Cali, including the Bay Area. So yeah, definitely a lot of Sizzlers to choose from out there. Mm. Out
1: west, I don't trust them. I don't trust him. This is a ploy. <laughs> this is a ploy. He's gonna he's gonna dupe out and then but right, literally, it's gonna be two minutes before opening opening season, the opening game. For the Buccaneers, literally two minutes. So you're gonna see Julian Elliman run on the field. People are gonna be like, Oh, he's not even signed yet. And then the, the GM's gonna walk out on the field with him with a piece of paper, like, nah, it's laminated. <laughs> don't trust him. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. You sign yourself a nice little two-year contract. I'm not sure if he has a family. I mean, he—I think he has a wife or maybe a little girl. Yeah. Uh, Move down there for two years. Do a little two-year this, this, and that. Have your little fun. Enjoy the Florida weather. Then you can go flutter off wherever you want, wherever else you want to go to. But you have a good chance of getting two rings. Good chance of getting two rings. I don't believe you failed the physical, dude. I don't believe that for one bit. You, Julian Edelman, son. Don't believe it.
0: You think he's joining Gronk and Tom?
1: He's gonna do it. I, I have a feeling he's gonna do it. This that that this would be a it, it wouldn't be a New England Patriots story without some mischiefism. Yeah. Without a little bit of chicanery, you feel me?
0: <laughs> I feel you.
1: Of course, Bill Belichick's not gonna say nothing about this. But <laughs> Belichick gonna be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, you He's in on it. You want to you wanna play for someone like Bruce Arians. You want to play for someone that wears a, a Kangol hat. You look at that brother, you go, oh, I, I bet he let me play some music with the N-word in the locker room. He looks cool. I bet you he let me eat a whole pizza on my off day. I bet you he has... He probably has tapings of Soul Train that he watches before he goes to bed. He looks like a cool brother. it has got like a Louisiana Creole accent. Well, I'm going to go down there and give him a ball and some coffee. it's He's it's, it's cool. And you look at Bill Belichick. He's like, yo, what's good with all this assistant principal energy, dude? Lighten up. Why are you cutting <laughs> the sleeves off your sweatshirts? You're in New England, dude. You're cold. Julian's not slick, man. Julian, you're not slick. <laughs> you're not slick. I don't think I've ever even met another brother named Julian. The only Julian I knew was when Dylan and Cole Sprouse played Julian and Big Daddy. I don't know. I don't know enough Julians, but I know if you're a Patriot, son. You a Patriot. I know all that. And you're gonna do whatever it takes to win. Whatever it takes to win. All right, Peter. You got about a minute and a half to take us out on whatever hockey news you want, Brian. Right. So, I, so Islanders.
0: I'm going to read right from CBS Sports. On it was okay, I, Wednesday this past So last week after the show, my sister texts me saying that this with a what's screenshot. The oh, what's up? Okay, right, okay. Yeah, there go. Sorry about that. So. Last week after the show, it was on Wednesday, I was on a job, and my sister texted me a screenshot from her phone with a notification that said that Islanders trade, uh, what was it, um, AJ Greer and Mason Yopst and two picks for the New Jersey Devils, Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac. This is a big deal because Palmieri is 31, Zajac is I believe he's 35 right now, maybe 34. But they are in it. Lou Lamariello, Islanders GM, he is he is all in for the Islanders. Zajac is 35, and he has all his cap space from Anders Anders Lee's ACL injury, and he's rewarded their good play since that injury. Their captain going down with these two picks because he's got a lit cap space freed up. And this could be it. This could be the moment. I mean, I, this, they're, they're really good players. They're still playing extremely well. And even Kyle got a goal the other night against the Rangers, which the Islanders ended up winning power play goal. And this is really exciting. I mean, they just had to give up the two prospects. AJ Greer who played for Colorado last season. And Mason Yobst, who was oh, used to be the Ohio State ice hockey captain, I saw him play last season, the preseason, with my sister. He, he got he scored the overt- overtime game-winning goal against the Flyers against uh, JF Perubay. I have the video of it in my Instagram stories on one the, of on the highlights. And I mean, this is this is really amazing. I mean, they. You know, they, Lou has wanted to be reunited with Travis Zajac because Lou he was the longtime Devils GM, won three cups with them. And Lou wanted to be re- reunited with Travis Zajac ever since he left New Jersey. He wanted, when Lou was up in Toronto with the Maple Leafs, he wanted Zajac up there. Apparently, the contract was pretty big and that couldn't have a problem. But now he's reunited with Zajac and Count Palmieri. He actually didn't trade for. That was Ray Shiro, the GM, right after him, like a month after Lou left. And I, I mean, I'm really excited for this. They're playing very well still. They're, they're, they've won two games with him already, two out of three. And I, this is big news. I mean, Cal Palmieri is the first Long Island-born player to play for the Islanders.
1: Oh, where's he state. coming out of?
0: He's he was born in Smithtown, and then. Until he, he lived in um, Emo, East Mariches, until he was three. He lived there for two years. Did you, and then he, he grew
1: up in New Jersey for... Hold um, on. Hold yeah. on. Did you just call East Mariches Emo?
0: Yeah, that's what they call it, Emo.
1: Who Who is they?
0: People in the Hamptons, out east here.
1: All right. All right. Um, Yeah, I've never heard that before, Peter. Uh, but we're—I think—we're going to end on that because you just emo. We're—we're going to end on that one. Um, yeah, I making a trade with the Devils. It's just another case of uh, New York copying Jersey because after Jersey legalized weed, New York was not too far behind. That's right. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to the Islanders, man. What's their record now? I, I saw they won recently.
0: Um, it's let me check really, really quick. But. They, um, I mean, they're, yeah, 27 wins, 11 losses, and four overtime losses, so.
1: Okay, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty they're good. They're really good, you know. That's really good, uh, I they, believe they're they tied. Every time they went against them. Every time they went against them, they beat down Boston. Yeah, it's true. So
0: far, that's how it's yeah. been, and, you know, Bruins are doing okay. I mean, they, they're probably going to make the playoffs, but, yeah, the Islanders just seem to like to beat them. And, um, but I was going to, I was going to say really quick. Wait, your minute and a half is up, Peter. I know, but hold on. um There was an under player in 2000. His name was uh, Christopher something. And he, he was long born. He was the last Islanders player that was born in Long Island. And um, so this is exciting. I mean, this could be a big moment.
1: Big moment, big moment for the island, big moment for the kids. They're going to be excited about the Belmont. Uh, Arena almost looks done. Um, So, yeah, that's going to be another big place for the city. Yeah, Islanders on on the come up. Uh, Hopefully, Islanders can uh, do some good and get to the Cup Uh, because we all know that maybe if they win the Cup, uh, Long Island will get a little bit more or less racist. And um, that's probably not going to happen, but you can only hope. You can only hope. If you give give Long Island something else to focus on, the racism will dwindle down. But, hey, it's where we live. It's where we love. Uh, This has been How You Know, people. Uh, You know what we do every week. We come back here. We just just attack what people think they know, and we just ask questions. Poke the holes, because if you don't poke any holes, there won't be any holes to poke. Did that sentence make sense? No, it didn't, but I just said it, and you got what I meant. Big shout-out to our producer, Peter Lewis. Make sure you follow him on any type of social media platform because he will give you random updates about history facts and what happened on this day 29 years ago. Um, you may be you may be able to see a, a occasional picture of uh, Grace Marie, Grace Marie Fong Lewis, Grace Marie Fong Lewis. Maybe you will see a, a occasional uh, birthday shout out. Um, you know what it is, man. It's, here. It, it's your boy J Harvin, fifteen. Uh, hit me up on everything TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram. Um, remember to follow Austin Titel. He's being a part-time carpenter, carpenter right now, that's why he couldn't be here. But uh, yeah, that's what it is, man. Next coming Jesus. You. Call him Jesus. Jesus with a uh, with a love for wraps because that that guy is always eating some type of wrap, whether it's egg or turkey, or spinach. Austin loves wraps.
0: It's good stuff. That's why.
1: All right, everybody. Peace.
0: It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.